wave. Good. Hi. Hi, Star. Hi, Hi. Kate. Hello, Clara. Hello, Star. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Today we're going to be talking along with Star Bryce and our incredible guest. Star, would you mind introducing yourself to our incredible audience? I know most of them already know you, but we have two <laughs> incredible people that don't know you. Uh, my name is Star and I am a full-time reseller. Um, I started reselling because I became disabled and was unable to work outside of the home. And my life and business partner, Keith, is also full-time with me. And we delegate all of our business and life duties 50% and live our best lives as resellers together. It's really been a journey and reselling is, I think, the best thing that ever happened. Like what I said at the Reseller Remix last year, yeah. becoming disabled was the best worst thing that ever happened to me that's brought me to where I am. I guess I should tell you that we resell on like nine different platforms and that's all possible because of us perfectly. Um, we have a YouTube, we have a Facebook group. We just keep on keeping on. <laughs> and a Facebook page. Too. Yeah. Facebook group. Uh, in, I'm on Instagram. Although I'm bad with the I'm old and I, I'm not even on TikTok now. <laughs> Whatever. I'm the same. Don't worry. I have a team. Okay. To help me. Okay. I'm mentally a dinosaur and <laughs> So I'm not good with keeping up on Instagram. I try. Uh -huh. I try to at least put out motivational stuff. But yes, um, yes. And I love your motivational stuff. I always talk. I always talk about that star. That's what a great introduction. All right, Kim, give us your incredible introduction, please, because your journey is also amazing. My name is Kim. I've been a full-time reseller since last November. Before that, I was part-time and I was part-time for about two and a half years. Um, and at that time I was also working outside the home, the yucky job as I, well, I like to call it. <laughs> I just very recently uh, became a member of team LP. So I am so blessed and to be able to, to do my reselling and be able to help Liz perfectly. It's like, it's like my, my dream life started at 50, you know what I mean? <laughs> seriously you know it's well i'm 53 but i you know it, <laughs> it it actually my dream life actually started at 51 52 but yeah. yeah it's you don't even think about you know you start a whole new life i mean i was you know i had no clue that this is where i would be and i didn't know that i would be so happy yeah. again you know again that comes back to mental health and, and mm -hmm. that kind of thing you you get to the point where you just, you know, I was at the point where I was like, okay, you know, I'm done. I'm not going to have another career. I just want to, I just want to work until I can retire. I just didn't know that, you know, that I could be discontent. You know, it's just like everybody else, you know, you still have your moments and that's life. You know, that's, that's what makes us human. Don't ever not think that there's not a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. You may not see that light. It may be really small, but it's always there. But you know what? Your Always worst there. day ever as a reseller is um, still better than your best day working for someone else. Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow. Wow. Power. You are so wise. I thought the same thing. Like I just thought this, I used to work a hundred hours a week and I loved taking care of people. I was a caregiver and I took care of people and I loved it. Oh wow. But I was killing myself 
for someone else. And I thought that was it. This is what you do with your life. You work yourself to the bone, you work yourself to death. And if you're lucky, you get five good years before you die with a little bit of money and no job. (laughs) Wow. Exactly. No, exactly. There is a better life, right? And it's called a reseller life. Now, not everything is what is what is it uh, what we call it a bed of roses or you know everything mm-hmm. is really perfect you know and we're all happy <laughs> you know no it's not like that reselling could be also intimidating for those of you that are alone because it could bring a lot of insecurities those insecurities if you are not surrounded by the right people are going to become, okay, a fear. And now you're going to start making decisions based on fear. And when you are an entrepreneur and self-employed, making the fear-based decisions will hurt you financially, emotionally, and the worst part is physically, because it's incredible how fast we can heal physically. But healing emotionally, that's the whole different thing. You know, as a co-founder of List Perfectly myself, you know, to give you just a little feedback about me and this topic and why I'm I'm so excited to talk about this is because I believe, like Star said, my life preparated me for this. Unfortunately, at one year and a half only, I was so rambunctious that I felt from a two-story and uh, there was a sidewalk there and I fell head on, okay, and uh, those that know me personally will see the scar. They used to call me Scarface all my life, and you know how it is when you go to high school, the trolling and bullying. I've started to, I developed agoraphobia, which is fear of getting out of the house at two, chronic anxiety, not acute, okay, just by the age of three, and then, of course, depression manifested by five, six already. Keep it up to that, okay, I lost my dad, okay, at nine. That didn't help things, so having those challenges and living on a third world country literally my happy place i would picture myself speaking english and literally i would picture myself being here and uh, of course i didn't have money to pay for english classes back then so what i want to say is that you have three people here okay you're in a safe place okay i'm gonna tell you why that story in argentina is relevant today because if I wouldn't have dreamed that I was speaking, at that time was dervish, okay? So I didn't even speak. I don't. I didn't speak, learn English until I was 20, okay? Which they told me, you are too old to learn English. You will never learn. They didn't know who they were talking to. <laughs> and I believed it. And that's how I ended up studying law. I believed this person. And I kid you not, a 100% true story. I took Amanda to my city, okay, to get to know, you know, where I came from, my friends, my family, la, 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 right? And I kid you not, we're walking on a very popular place of my little province, and we meet that teacher that told me you will never learn English. And I ask Amanda, can you pull your most British accent and speak as (laughs) fast as you can? and say, tell her how, how is she doing? And I'm gonna be, hi teacher. And I went to her, hi teacher, how are you? And she knew exactly who I was. And Amanda went like, can you believe, ask Amanda when you see her on, on Reseller Remix, she was like, uh, uh, she couldn't even say thank you or, oh, how are you back? You know, she couldn't even say that. So it's mm-hmm. incredible the hurdles that you will have 
as a former lawyer, imagine when I told my mother that I was coming to USA, you know, I was supposed to go to Canada where I'm a, I'm a judge and a lawyer. No, I told my mom, I'm staying in USA and I'm going to be a cashier in Target. That was I worked at Target too. No shame. Amazing. <laughs> I, I worked at Walmart. I worked at Walmart. So. But being a cashier in Target, okay, that's what allowed me to take the tests in banking. I could couldn't even speak English. And I was accepted, okay, by big, big banks because I passed all the tests. Of course, I was like, yeah, I got down, you know, lending with collateral, no collateral. Okay, that was easy peasy for me. So imagine that, okay, if it wouldn't have been for that, for that journey, and I'll never forget 2008 when, you know, the banking crisis came, okay, along and people were losing houses left and right. I was signing, you know, adjustment of terms for people not to lose their houses with both hands, okay? And I'll never forget, you know, and most people were just adding more debt to to to, to people, you know, which is called predatory lending. And uh, I'll never forget, you know, I've, I, I, I was seeing that behavior and, and I was like, okay, we're in such an abundant country. There is no need, okay, to go around the rules or under the rules or above the rules, okay, to get something done. And go figure that that would be the main point with Amanda's resellers when we're switching from resellers to list perfectly. And we are like, are we, are we going to get investors? And that's when Amanda's jumped like star. And she's like, no, I don't think I can have people telling me what to do. How to. And, I, and, I, and I told her you know, for years, and Amanda, you're not going to do good. You're not going to do good. You're not going to do good. And it was a breaking point star. It was bad because she wanted investors. She she was obsessed with investors and we didn't do it. And here we are. And now I want investors. And she's like, no, I'm okay. I'm doing great as it is. <laughs> I love my independence. I love taking, we can pivot with this perfectly. Like if, you, like when you were a reseller, you know, let me see. Glasses are not working. Okay, great. I'm going to sell pens, you know? So that's what we did. That's what we, that's why we stick with not investors in one truth is that Amanda is diagnosed with ADD, mm -hmm. attention deficit disorder. As you can see me, I have hyper yeah. <laughs> attention deficit disorder. I'm very hyper, okay? So that's how we bring balance to each other. And that's what we're talking. I was just reading an article, Star and Kim, you know, and as much as I could disagree a lot with Elon, you know, he was talking about how going through divorce with his parents, okay? he created a very strong bond with his siblings and that was their support group and thanks to that he carried that through the, his adulthood so he always surround only with people that believe in him and support his ideas you know when we started i have also a men mental breakdown six months and one year because i was freaking out i had no insurance my 401k or ira wasn't getting you know new <laughs> new uh, invested funds and I wasn't having a paycheck I freaked out I freaked out how did you do on your first year start when you were reselling whether it was full-time or part-time I, I think for me it was a little bit different because and I said this when I was on your podcast if you've already heard the story I apologize but no. um, Keith started this for himself this was something he was building because he wanted to quit the corporate world and work for himself and have his own business. Yeah. And I was involved as much as a disinterested girlfriend was at the time. 
I'd go to the bins with him. I'd pay some attention. I named the hippo hut, which became flipping hippos. But when I got hurt at work and they denied to give me light duty and I ended up having to sue them um, for workers comp, I could not work outside of the home because I, there's no way no one's going to give me as many breaks as I need or not fire me for calling off all the time. So he said, why don't you just take over? And so he huh. showed me everything I needed to learn on how to list on eBay. Cause back then we were only listing on eBay. There was no social media. Yeah. And he taught me how to list on eBay and we started going thrifting together. He's such a good guy. Cause I took what he was creating for himself and I became the full-time person. And then it took us another two years to build it together to where he could quit his job and join me. I had a lot of support. I was very, very, very lucky that I had a Keith. I had a Keith um, and he was very supportive, but it was a struggle for me because I lost my sense of person. I lost a sense of who I was because I was always a caregiver. I was always busy. I was always the workaholic. I was always uh, on the go, on the go. Yeah. And I, I was used to, if I wanted more money, I worked more hours. I would work a hundred hours a week and I would bring home, you know, double time holiday pay time and a half. And if I wanted more money, I just put in more hours. And that's not how it works when you're building a business. No. Yeah, we two sisters, I swear you tell your story and I'm like, okay, what she's saying. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a struggle because I knew I could put in the work, the more hours in the work and it would eventually yeah. fail, but it wasn't an immediate, Oh, look, here's a $5,000 paycheck for all your overtime. And I lost my sense of who I was but I had to regain a new me. So that was when I started the YouTube because I thought, well, if I can't take care of people, maybe I could teach people. And it's kind of the same thing. So mm -hmm. teaching and caring. So I had to create like a new me that was okay with not contributing to the world in such a big way that I was like, a you know, a nursing assistant, but this is different. So I struggled a lot more, not so much financially because we did really well and the first year actually, but more struggling to cope with the fact that I was no longer who I had been my whole life. My dad was the head of radiology. My mother was an RN and oh. I started in healthcare volunteering at the age of 14. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I took a few breaks here and there. Like I said, I worked at Target. I took two years off and freelance wrote from home because you can get caregiver burnout. So you have to take breaks. Uh. But other than those breaks, my whole life was caregiving. So I had to, I guess, find a way to make this just as fulfilling. And once I let go of, I guess it was feelings of failure. I, you know, and like you said, I was young. I was like 30. Uh, I can't math. I was 38 or 39 when I first got yeah. hurt. I'm 44 now, but yeah, I was like, I'm disabled for the rest of my life. My back does not <laughs> function. There's 80-year-old women who can do more than me. Right? And they're running freaking marathons. They go and cross the freaking Compostela. Oh, look, I'm going to... Oh, I swear, you know, it's incredible. And then oh, you have Amanda. Never get sick. I swear, I don't know what they did in the military to Amanda. The woman doesn't get sick. Never. He doesn't wow. get sick either. Ever. Oh. He doesn't have allergies. He does have migraines, though. Oh, wow. We both have those, but... Yeah. Once I learned to let it like let go of the notion that you have to work outside of the house, you have to contribute, you have to be something with a job that that's your importance. I guess that's what I'm trying to get to. Like maybe yeah. I felt like your importance as a person was what you did for a living or what your title was. Yeah. 
because we're all led to believe that. I think like yeah. if you don't go to college, if you don't have the six figure, income, if you don't have a title, if you don't have some, if you're not this, if you're not that. And I, now I look back and I'm like, I wish I could have embraced this sooner because you know what? I'll sleep till noon if I want. I'll just work later. I don't care. I don't need any kind of fulfillment from anybody but myself now. So yeah, exactly. You don't need validation from anybody else. Yeah, absolutely, Keen. But um, start. How did you do to take that leap of faith with Keith in, you know, having a family are in and you know and, and you know medical and everybody? How did you do to take that leap of faith and say, hey, um, not only I'm curious about reselling and e-commerce, but I think this person uh, and I could be good for each other. How did you do that? <laughs> Very easily. He was my best friend for uh, oh, each other for 20 oh. years. So there you go. he was my best friend for a lot of years. And he was there during some unfortunate I don't know like how personal I want to get because you guys know I'm a very private person. I keep stuff close. Yeah, no, no, go private. But I've been through divorce. I've been through some kind of bad spots in my life. And yeah. he was there through all of it. And he was my friend. Oh, really? I guess about 10 years ago now, he just kind of was like, you know, after I was left my husband and everything, he's just kind of like, I know we're both friends, but I kind of in love with you. And I'm like, I'm going to be in love with you too. <laughs> it just kind of happened naturally. Like, yeah, it just kind of naturally progresses. You make that decision, not chasing the money. And I couldn't, again, we're twin sisters, I swear, because that's the way I did my decision with Amanda. You know, here I am making all this money in banking. I was doing great, okay? They gave me a severance package. I was like literally playing rock band all day, okay? So that's how I met Amanda. That's when I met Amanda because I had so much time to do barbecues and be social. And uh, I remember, you know, I, I, I saw how she was running e-commerce and she tells me, Oh, I just came back from a two-month holidays with my mom from Europe. We went from Norway all the way to Italy. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And here <laughs> I am to make, I don't know, $120 an hour. I have to deal with 25 different bosses that they're always arguing with each other, okay? And when they make a mistake, okay, they blame it on you, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and I was like, I'm done. I'm done. This is not good i was very thankful for banks um you know what they did for me but it was time to follow i follow like you said start my there was something about amanda's peace of mind i was like i want that i want that you know and i was like and i saw her business model and of, well, you know me of course you know i say a banker okay i was like okay this is highly scalable okay highly <laughs> scalable okay there there is meat on the bone for everybody and when amanda mm. told me e-commerce is big enough for all of us that's when my because coming from real estate coming from being a lawyer okay i was that ignorant when i met amanda the story is i felt so bad for her that i could pay for, for her lunch, for her drinks. And I would be like, hey, she's a cool person. But I was like, okay, let me pay, you know? It's like, because I felt like she wasn't my ignorance and the woman was doing great. I did me at my analysis. This is the future. How would I explain 13 years ago that e-commerce is recession proof? Because I have anxiety, okay, a lot, okay? And I manage it. And I'm gonna explain how I manage that anxiety. 
I had to put myself and I came from Argentina where in where recession and inflation is a constant. So I was running away from that. Not that I don't thrive on that, but I just wanted to finally get out of the survival mode and get into the thriving mode. And uh, that's what I found on reselling. I found myself every day thriving. I wasn't anymore making decisions out of fear. What do you think about that, Kim? Uh, especially you, oh that you're goodness. so young on this journey, please. That, you know, what you said about thriving and surviving, you know, my the last seven or eight years of my corporate job that I had before, there was zero thriving. I mean, there were just, I was just trying to get done with each day. And like you said, surviving. And you, I mean, you hit the yeah. nail on the head with that. Yeah. And I think you said at one time, you said, it's like, I've been reborn. You know, when I left that, that job and started doing my reselling, it's like a whole different life. I mean, I feel like I have purpose now. I didn't, sorry. Yeah. I just, I didn't, I didn't feel like I had a purpose. You know, yeah. I, I, I had no purpose. It, it affected every aspect of yeah. my whole being. I mean, when you don't feel like you have a purpose, Oof. you go into depression, anxiety, and all of that is just elevated that much more. Yeah. And, and I, I had, I had been that way for so long that I didn't know that, that there was any other way. I thought that was what things were going to, you know, and it, I had accepted it. And that's when I was saying, you know, once I got out of that environment, yeah. And started getting all this amazing support and making making friends that actually support you and being in that environment. It's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know life could be like this. When you reach that point, it's I don't know. I can't even describe the feeling because you you don't take anything for granted. Oh, that's... But every single day you appreciate. I, w I had gratitude before, but it wasn't for things that I have gratitude for now because. I, I hated my job. I hated where I was. I didn't like the yeah. people I worked with. There wasn't much in that area to have gratitude for. I mean, I was, I was, I had gratitude for the fact that, you know, I had a great family and my mom was supportive and that my car would start every day and my house yeah. didn't burn down, you know, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Survival yeah. mode instead of thriving. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. You know, it's a sensitive topic because for me, reseller has been therapeutic. Okay, that's what it's been like when Kimberly's saying, I lost my sense of purpose too. In banking, I was lucky that I found it because I was like literally saving people's houses left and right. That's why banks called me back. Okay, I didn't do fraud. Okay, I watched for my customers' best interest. Okay, and the bank took the bank took care of me. I couldn't be thank you, thank you. Okay, CD. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, <laughs> but uh, you know, and thank you to all of them, to Bank of America, to Chase, Chase, another incredible bank that I worked with. You know, but I lost the purpose for me. I help so many people and after 12 hours of working it's not the same as 12 hours of working for yourself let me tell you right now and let me tell you that's a fact whether you're making mistakes whether you got the right the wrong products okay <laughs> we all did it okay <laughs> be <Beanie> babies <laughs> Thought I was rich, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No, no ching going on there. <laughs> I mean, dog, okay. And, uh, you know, so um, the thing is that, you know, we all been there, you know. So for for us, okay, we really want to get deeper. You know, we've done a great intro, but certainly we're going to be talking about, you know, the insecurities that come, okay, or sometimes when we overdo things as a reseller because here's the fact okay and this is you know 30 years of 30 years of therapy okay you're living in the past you worry about the past you're gonna have depression that simple you worry about the future okay you're you know thinking okay should i should anticipate this and if this is happening that's anxiety okay and if you are in the present what do you wait what do you get awareness all right you're living yeah there you go. And it's an exercise. Some people can do it easier, like Keith, Amanda, okay? They just, they have the skill. I call it, you know, Amanda calls it happy place. Oh, my God, that woman can go to happy place in 0.1 seconds, okay? And it's incredible, you know? And it's an exercise, and she helps me. But she's being like, she does this natural meditation that she does, you know? And, and like you said, Star, I had a great mentor, when I started as a reseller, a mentor that helped me to make decisions out of strength and not fear. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm, that's when you see me helping so many people. Okay. Because I had that, I have to give that back. I think that, you know, uh, there is a saying that I want to look, I want to share right now. Okay. And this is doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will just keep this in mind i think i've shared that on instagram before. oh really <laughs> i think favorite. so yeah um and it's wow. true because if you doubt yourself you're never gonna try but if you fail you learn how to do it right the next time and that's how you win i like to fail because it means i'm learning thank you exactly not oh. embrace failure and then we get emotional and then we get into this circle of you know, self-defeat, I'm not enough, things are going to work out the way it is, you know, I should just go back and work for someone else because I can't take this level of risk, I have a family, my dog, or whatever it is, okay, so, you know, it's a circle, it's a vicious circle that you're going, you know, and you need to, the only way you're going to get out is by addressing, talking about it, number one, with people that you feel safe, I would not be talking about this topic, okay, with people that <laughs> I wouldn't go live, okay, with people that I don't feel safe, all right? So this is important. I, I just wanted to address the importance of surrounding yourself with people that believe in you and those that are family and friends that don't, okay, just develop a thicker skin. Just know you can't, you're not going to change them. You're exactly. not. And if they want to think, I, I, I honestly don't know what, because yeah. Keith's family doesn't grasp the concept of what we do. And I'm like, how do they think that I'm going on all these trips and paying our bills and moving to Florida and getting a new place and new furniture? Like, are, are we just waving a magic wand and creating money? They think you're in the mafia or something? I don't know. We <laughs> believe my family told me, but hey, don't you think you're going to get in trouble, you know, with, with the feds or something, you know, like, yeah, his grandmother actually accused us of tax fraud one year. Oh, no. Your money, and we're like, 
Yeah. Do you want to see what we paid the IRS? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> no kidding. And that's another. That's another sign of success, folks. The more you pay the IRS, the more successful yeah, you are. If but anything, you're... I, we're never going to change their minds. We've kind of been discussing maybe moving back up there. Um, I wow. I haven't even said this on my own channel yet, but Keith's yeah. grandfather got sick, and it wasn't anything fatal, but it was enough to think, wow, what if it was worse? Yeah. And we were trying to move to Arizona next year, but I think we're probably going to be going back up there so he can be closer to his family for now. Yeah. Nothing has to be forever. Yeah. But right. when um, we just made this choice, we, we went through and got pre-approved for a mortgage up there and everything. And then we were yeah. like, we don't know what we're going to do. So maybe we'll just rent. Well, his grandmother calls us and she's got all these one bedroom $500 rent and bad neighborhood apartments lined oh, up. And I'm like, do you think we're like, I think they think that that's broke. what we can afford. And yeah, 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 yeah. Just bring your tent and your sleeping bag. And, and you're right. I'm <laughs> three and four bedroom homes. Come on, people. And they're like, oh, you can afford that. They just don't understand. So you just have to sometimes accept that people uh -huh. aren't going to get it. And they're never going to get it. And nope. thank them for the um, numbers to the one-bedroom apartments. <laughs> <laughs> and just go on with your, you know. Because some people are just never going to understand. No. Can and you, you believe can't change other people. Yeah. So you either have to learn to, like, it's his family. And we love them. So we're not going to, like, get rid of them. But no. If you do have friends that are toxic that don't understand, you do have the option of finding new friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, I'm very fortunate in that way because I actually grew up, <clears throat> excuse me, I grew up in a, a yeah. family where, I mean, I was, I were going yard sailing when I was still in my mom's womb, literally. I asked her one day, I said, so I was, I wasn't even born yet, right? And you got you and dad were going out yard sailing so yeah 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 and it's just something that's you know in the beginning my my dad has always been a wheeler dealer and he enjoyed it so when he retired from the military that was what he did you know so i've been very fortunate that my immediate family like my parents and everything have been extremely i mean they love it you know my mom you know, my dad passed away before i started doing it you know but i know he would he'd be getting the biggest kick out of all of this seriously mm -hmm. and my mom just loves it she's she's so happy and she's she's the one that gives me inventory yeah <laughs> so <laughs> that t-shirt yeah. <laughs> yeah. thank you mom we're having right now some people sharing how they manage depression with cbd plus got a joint pain under control which helps a lot I love being a reseller, but I do get a little anxiety with all my inventory around the house. What if I tell you, and I have no shame to say, what if I tell you that I'm under the influence of marijuana right now? Right now, every day, okay? Every day. That's how I manage. No judgment here. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I'm in Kansas. Okay. CBD, not THC. Okay. But yes, I'm past, way past, okay, the CBD. I used to do CBD back 
you know, uh, early 30s here and there when I, after a marathon or something like that. And, and there was like CBD ointment, okay? And, uh, you know, so um, that I'm, I'm very familiar. It works great, but don't be afraid to those of you that CBD, maybe you're like, oh, didn't do anything to me. Try THC, medical, uh, don't go recreational, okay? Don't waste your time. You don't need to get... Uh, like I say, salami, uh, you know, <laughs> functional. There is different types of THC for muscle spasms, for anxiety, for uh, appetite, or for uh, increasing appetite. Also reduces blood pressure. I'm not smoking it. I use a, a, a vape system, okay, where I can do the vapor only. So, yes, I just want to put that, what can I say? You know, it's a pink elephant that nobody wants to talk about it. But no, I hear like when I I hear people saying that marijuana is the gateway to heroin. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. Marijuana has been the gateway for me to become multimillionaire, you know, and then <laughs> people, okay, to incredible, to people like Star, like 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 uh, like Kimberly, okay, like and I have employees, I have kids that depend on me. I have to make sure I have 401ks and all that stuff. All I can say is there's so many tools. Not only I do THC to manage that, I use Facebook group support groups for whatever. For example, I have osteoarthritis. That's the name of my condition. Okay. And I'm, it took over my spine. It deformed everything. It deformed my neck. After it was done with my cervical, it took over my thorax. After it was done with my thorax, it took over my lumbar. And after the lumbar, he decided to take over my little sciatica, which that's the one that doesn't let me literally move the leg. That's where my injury is at. And that oh. mine is in the L5. What um, if I tell you that's the easiest? Once I learned how to decompress the sciatica, the neck one is just, oh. You see, everything I own has a neck protection. Everything, everything, my whole house. I have an orthopedic bed, um, you name it. I'm best, okay, for that. Um, you know, and that's one thing I can tell you. I have Facebook groups, okay, for anxiety, for uh, osteoarthritis, all right? I also do uh, pain management with audiobooks, all right? Because you always, with pills, we always say less is more. That's mm -hmm. the rule, less is more. Um, so I do that with pain management, whether it's anxiety, whether it's lumbar pain, whether it's neck pain. I have a lot of right shoulder pain, so that's why I use a lot of dictation tools. Um, I also use a, an app that is called Calm, C-A-L-M, okay? Oh, the lady, Tamara, okay. And now we're going to breathe in and breathe out. You know, she's, I love her, you know, she's so calming. We're going to address our insecurities, <laughs> our anxieties, and we're letting pass by. We look, I know she's so amazing at guiding you. Has your mind travel and get away, you know, come back gently. And she guides you with so much love. So I have a lot of tools so I can cope, okay, with anxiety in a way that I don't have to, because it's so easy to pick up the phone and say, hi, doc, can I have more meds? And believe me, I qualify. I qualify for anything I want, okay? Obviously, and that's not the solution. That's not the solution. 
uh, more pills and or pills only is not only a solution. You have to surround yourself with people that believe in you. You have to have a job, like Kimberly said, that has a purpose. You have to have a sense of independency, like start likes, um, you know, and I think those are the things, you know, that make our condition less painful. What do you think, start? You have such a similar um, ailments and conditions. Mm -hmm. That's me. THC is not for me, but I don't judge anyone that does, but it's yep. just not for me. Yep. Um, but I spent two years on opiates when my injury first happened, and that's not for me either. So I have just learned how to kind of mind over matter. Yeah. Um, so I have the chronic back pain. I have debilitating chronic migraines. I have horrific allergies, which affect the migraines, of course. I have insomnia. I have anxiety. I have OCD. These are all diagnosed. And I have PTSD, um, yep. some situations I've been through in my past. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't like anti-anxiety meds. I don't like sleeping pills. They make me feel like a zombie. And I was telling Kim oh, yesterday, yeah. when I take yeah. the anti-anxiety meds that I used to, I, I don't take them anymore. Yeah. Um, I felt hungover or drunk all the time or just yeah. sleepy. Um, I will take sleeping pills sometimes, like if it's been like seven days since I've had a good night's rest and it's four in the morning and I've read two books and I'm just like over it and I need sleep. Yeah. But then I feel weird for two days. Yeah. And they scare me because my, <laughs> it's probably my true crime obsession, but yeah. I've always been afraid if I take a sleeping pill and I pass out too hard, someone's going to come in and kill me. <laughs> Fear-based. I, 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 or a fire is going to in, and I'm not going to wake up. Um, so okay. what I have tried to do is find ways that I can manage all of these things that I deal with every day in a way that doesn't require any drugs or medication. Yeah. Okay. Um, in my 30s, I drank a lot for a brief period of time because I was self-medicating to go to sleep and calm my anxiety. So I don't want to do any of that anymore. So um, I, I do read a lot. If you like to read books, yeah. it's a very good way to relax. I lay on a heating pad in my bed. I sleep on a heating pad because of my right? bed. Oh, I love my favorite. Oh, I cool love pad. my heating pad. And then I want to get an ice bag. Okay, too. Okay. But yes. yes. <laughs> so I lay on a heating pad and I read on my phone so I can dim the light very, very dark. And it's not a physical book. I don't have to have the light on or worry about where the book's going to go when I'm tired. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> I love it. So I'll read myself to sleep. But before I go to bed, I work on these Simon Dot paintings. Oh, can yes. you please? Yes. All right. I don't want to oh, do that. wow. So they're dots. And I have a Baby Yoda one that's completed. I have a Michael Myers. This, this is, is it. Um, they're like $12 a kit on Amazon. Okay. You get all the beads you need and the background and the glue and the pen, all the tools. But basically, it's a color by number, but they're these little dots. Okay. And I'm going to tell you for somebody with. OCD and anxiety, these are great because you have a pen and you're picking up a dot and you're putting it on and the dot and you're putting it on and, the dot. and you're doing the same thing. So it's repetitive and it, it feeds yeah. that OCD. It's just like, oh, and now I'm moving on to the blue and now I'm moving on to the orange and it's so it, um, Soothes and feeds the OCD, but the anxiety levels go way down because you're just focusing on your picture. And I put my true crime on 
while I'm doing it or a Disney movie because I'm eclectic and I like both. Um, <laughs> but I'll do that before bed. I read. Yeah. I take time off of work to play um, video games or watch movies with Keith. Right. So I make sure that I'm doing things that fuel the escapism, the fantasies. You know, everyone needs that. So whether it's TV for you or movies or video games, I think everyone needs, you need time away from work to relax, but you also need escapism. Everyone yep. needs to read Harry yep. Potter once in a while or Plug. watch yep. Marvel or Star Wars. It's it's healthy. So that's one of the things I do at night to help with insomnia. I read. I make sure I take time for myself. I don't work myself to death. I'm not, I don't work for myself so that I can work 100 hours a week and do nothing else and never enjoy my money. I work for myself so that I have time to enjoy my life and enjoy my money and the things it buys. So I do take time off. I make sure that I do self-care. So I wash my face. I sent him in, on the show yesterday. I make sure <laughs> I wash my face every morning and night and yeah. I get products that I like. Um, yes. It's good for my skin. That makes me feel good. And then Beauty. I moisturize and yes. Um, pretty. Smell if you good. like makeup, put makeup on. If you don't like makeup, buy yourself some oil of Olay and put it on it before you go to bed at night and your skin will feel great. Yeah. Condition your hair, dye your hair, you know, but take time to do some kind of pampering to yourself and dudes are like star. So all the dudes watching, you can do this too. You can shave your face or you can get a new haircut. You can, I don't know what do dudes do. Wax, wax your chest. No, I don't know what men do. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I do find that when you take time to pamper yourself um, or just treat yourself too, like, it doesn't have to be like a skin cream or buying your hair. Get an ice cream once a month. Even if you're healthy and you watch what you eat, everything in moderation is okay. So, yeah. You know what my new kick is? They have these little cake bites and they're yeah. so tiny and they yeah. come in a pack of three. Yeah. And so Keith and I will get those. And on the weekends, we're allowed one pack that we share. We each eat one and we split the, the third one. Oh, cute. And it's just a nice little treat, but we don't eat like that all the time. Yeah. But get yourself a burger or something. You know what I mean? Like just take time off of work to relax and do something yeah. you enjoy. Eat something bad for you once in a while. Yes. The rest <laughs> of the day, drink your water, exercise, go for walks, talk to your friends. There's just, I found so many different ways to cope because I am so, and like I said, if you take medications and you need them or you do THC, no judgment for me, but for me personally, I don't want any drugs. I take enough shit. For, sorry. I take enough shit for my blood pressure and my allergies and my headaches and everything else. I don't want extra meds. No. Yeah. That's how I feel with more when they tell me, Oh, do you, do you need more milligrams? Like, I don't need more. You know, I'm like, okay, glad I go meditate, meditate, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. So one of the things, okay, that you are going to be dealing as a reseller is that you're going to be taking a lot of risks, 
that you have never taken before. So I just wanted to just share these, you know, um, you know, for those of you meditation, of course, I'm close to Sedona. Of course, I learned to. <laughs> Sedona is beautiful to meditate. I couldn't meditate for the heck of it. it took me like 10 years. Okay. But forget about the label of meditation. All I can tell you is breathing, breathing techniques. Okay. There you have videos in YouTube, you have people, you have apps that will help you like Calm, the C-A-L-M, okay, but you would be surprised, even if you're a cool cucumber, um, how much breathing will help you. You're negotiating with someone that is going to sell you something when you're sourcing before you make an offer, breathe. You got a return and someone, the person is telling you that you send them something broken and you knew that is, that is intact. Breathe, okay? <laughs> Orton, okay? Do you have a message that is calling you names, okay? Hey, uh, you're stupid. Haven't you realized that your product is being offered by 8,000 sellers for half of what you're selling? <laughs> right. We all got those messages, right? <laughs> Breathe. All I can say is breathe um it's good to vent too sometimes so i think this goes back to what kim and i were talking about yesterday there's certain facebook groups you don't feel comfortable when you're new asking questions or venting there's three really good groups mine was perfectly and boss up and you can go in there and you can vent like we all know okay professionally you just counter and move on right but sometimes i need to tell about this mother yes you, I know, sorry. You, you have to you can't hold but certain groups where you would do that and people would attack you like oh my god just counter and move on listen i counter and move on all day long and sometimes i want to call people a bitch okay yeah. <laughs> Let me call or more colorful language, Kim and Cheryl have heard, but <laughs> yeah. and then you type, I'm not a thrift store. I'm so sorry, I'm not able to meet your offer, you know. <laughs> we had one last night. They they said their message was this is uh used, it's not new. And so I countered and said, and all of our prices take condition into account. And we offer free shipping. Thank you for your interest. <laughs> yeah. I say it in a snotty voice, but you know they're <laughs> thinking it's professional. But yeah. yes, you should counter all your your things and you should be professional with your your buyers, but have a friend that you can um vent to and swear at <laughs> it doesn't matter how much i tell you on my youtube channel be professional i'm not always professional either behind the scenes i'm calling people names and i'm swearing and yeah <laughs> a lot of my past friends i call it my current friends it's just i don't connect they don't understand they call me on a friday at 10 p.m and i'm exhausted guys i went live <laughs> And they don't understand. They think I don't want to hang out with them anymore. But I have grown out the part of just working from Monday to Friday and then going to the bar, you know, at 10 p.m. on a Friday, you know, and being up maybe until one. I've I've have grown out of that, you know, or I don't know what to talk, you know, when we get together and and they're just doing shots or <laughs> you know, <laughs> not interested. <laughs> you know, it's like in 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 yeah. you know, it's like I have grown so close to my reseller community that I've 
grown apart, if you wish, with my beautiful friends. And they are my friends, okay? They just, I feel they don't understand what I'm doing. Or if they do understand, they wish, they think it's unhealthy. And I shouldn't be helping so many people. And I should be helping myself. And, and they think I'm not helping myself. And I'm like, seriously? <laughs> I'm like, okay. And that's a thing, you know, that I found with reselling. When you were talking about purpose, Kim, um, whether you're reselling pre-owned, that I call it pre-loved, all right? Be careful with the words, okay? And because your thoughts will become your actions. Your actions will become your present. Your present will become your future, okay? Be careful. So be very careful with your thoughts. Your thoughts are clo like clothing. You can choose it. You don't think I have insecurities? Come on. You see, now, when I started doing this perfectly, I I was the queen. There was no other service. I literally, now there is many services, even free services. Do you think I let that, you know, help make me take decisions based on fear? No, never, you know. But I, it's discipline. I choose this. I, of course I do get doubts. I'm like, Ooh, you know, should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Should I be trying that? Blah, blah, blah. It's the same as reselling. The thing is that are you going to make, you need to practice a little awareness and see where am I coming from? Am I coming from a fear perspective or am I making this decision based with my emotions? And I'm the person, you know, that I don't like to cast in camera. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I believe. Don't shit where you eat. That means where you work, <laughs> you work. Where you have your heart is for your family. Your brains is for your business. Don't mix. Don't mix it. Don't shit where you eat. That's only my, you know, my my two cents on that. Um, um, in make sure that sometimes when we're resellers, your personal life and the reselling life will become very tangled. And you're going to have a challenge to say, okay, how much is too much work? How much? Because now 12 hours of working for yourself is not like working for corporate America. What do you think, girls? No, you're watching no. TV no, and no. listening to podcasts while you work. It's nothing. You feel like you, yeah. And, you know, when you're out, when you're working at a job you hate, it drains you like four, 40 million times faster yeah that i'm not watching the clock anymore you don't watch the clock yeah and i'm not like oh my god when can i get off work i'm just like yeah. can i finish the task that i'm on before i will go eat dinner and yeah. then do i need to come back in the office yeah it's, it's like when i would get off work you know my yucky job i had nothing left no i had nothing i mean i mentally physically emotionally i was drained every day for after nine hours but I can, you know, I could sit here and, and cross post and, and do all my other things for 13 or 14 hours. And it's not healthy. Not, no, but you know, if, <laughs> I took my cold shower yesterday though. So. Oh. Journal, lady. I know, you know, that's something else I wanted to bring up is the fact that, that I am, I am, a, a, you know, relatively compared to a lot of people, I'm very new at being full-time reseller. All right. Just being out of this nasty 22 year job that, you know, I hated and I am learning, I'm learning just sitting here talking with you, both of you ladies, you know, yeah. and yesterday I had like this, oh, you know, during uh, stars live about 
how I can, and this sounds really silly, but I don't drink enough water and I'm so there bad about, I'm there so bad about not drinking enough water and not disciplining myself to do so. It was so cool because Star was like, no, get you a cup, set that, keep that with you all day, you know? And I thought, oh my gosh, that's it. And here, this is my water jug. It's 72 ounces Good for you. of water. And I don't keep anything else near my desk to drink except this now. Yep. You just have, if it's all that's there, that's what you'll drink. Exactly. I don't like it and either, but well, you guys did see, I, I did, it's Friday. So I have an extra iced coffee and this is my special cup. Oh, I love it. You're just another thing for mental health. You guys treat, treat yourselves once in a while. So exactly. Okay. Oh, I love what I do. I read books. I drink coffee. And I make <laughs> <laughs> yourself. Me? So this is my special coffee, iced coffee, and I have every morning, and I'm allowed two on Friday. I love it. And um it just this cup makes me happy. And yeah, expensive. So, you know, just surround yourselves. I do. This was my yes. hamster that passed away. Um, I have a new hammy that's black. Her name's Ahsoka. But this was Emmy. She was my other ham. And she passed away. And one of my reselling friends sent me this mug. So this is where I keep all my... So when I'm in my office, even when I'm working, even when I'm anxious, even when I'm having the worst day of my life, I can smile because I'm surrounded and I'm not like a materialistic person. No, 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 no. But these are no. small things that bring me joy. There you go. He's <laughs> 18 <laughs> years old now, but that's my baby. Oh, oh my God. God. I love it. You know, the baby pictures around. I keep my baby. You know, and oh, I'm not a materialistic person, There's, but there's some simple things in life. I like to remember my hamster that passed away. Yeah. I like to remember my kids as babies. I like yeah. baby Yoda. So get, you know, don't spend a ton of money or do if you have it and you want to. I don't care what you do. We talked about that yesterday. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah, exactly. You have to treat yourself. Are my medals. Okay. They call it in banking. We call it the million. It can't be seen. Hold on. Let me see this one. Let's I have see. my glasses on and I'm squinting. <laughs> oh. uh, it's called the million dollar club. Okay. Aww. And this is the awards that I got. Okay. For always being outstanding. And one of the things says uh, when they give you this medal. Okay. They, they say we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then. It's not an act, but a habit. So the point is, what I'm trying to say is, you could have, okay, um, you could just form good habits with very small actions like Kim did, you know, surrounding yourself with the right person. You just witness it in camera, drink more water, simple as that. Mm -hmm. And just keep it next to you because if, if it's you all in there, but I'm sorry, but if I'm in the middle of working, I'm not getting up to go get a soda. I'm too exactly. lazy and I'm too busy. But if there's water here, I'll drink it. And thanks to you, thanks to that live I did with you that you let me, you know, you had me on yesterday. I had that moment where it was like, oh my God. I mean, it really was that moment for me. Yeah. And I was like, it's, a, it's just a little thing, yeah. but it's huge for me, you know, because it's just another step for me getting to where I'm taking better care of myself because that's something else you do when you're not happy or when you're in a situation that 
you know, you're being drained and you're not, you know, you don't take care of yourself. That's and right. I've gotten, and I've gotten to the point where I have, I have, I don't, I haven't. And I want to get back to that, to where I'm, you know, putting my, my health, my mental health, my, my physical health, all of it, you know, yeah. just making that part of my new world and my new being that I've, you know, become since I left that horrible job and have a purpose. So you have that book list I sent you, right? Yes, I do. Kim wants to read, but she never finds time to read. And you heard her say she'll work four hours a day. So I, my you, girl is to get her to take downtime and to read. And hey, that offer is open to anybody. I love since I was a kid. I've always I've gotten trouble with my parents in school. I love to read. My nose is always in a book, and I read mostly like vintage horror. Um, current horror and um, cozy mysteries, but if anybody wants recommendations, um, oh, yours were great. There's a free app you can get on your phone. You can check out books from the library at no cost. You can get Kindle Unlimited. If there's anything I love to talk about more than reselling and list perfectly, it's my movies and my books. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's audiobooks too, though. You don't you can you can check out audiobooks as well with with the uh, I guess they yeah, already forgot the name um, Libby Libby. Libby. Yeah. Libby, the app Libby. Yep. And so you don't even have to spend any money if you like to read. I, that offer and movies too, you guys, I'll, I'll give I'll steer you towards good shows and movies. If you like horror and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But everybody take time, whether, you know, I can't say it enough. I don't care if you like your, your thing that you do is to go outside and sniff flowers <laughs> or if yeah. you read books or play video games, whatever it is you do. Yo, you need to do it, bro. <laughs> you know, I think, I'm sorry, software, I do software. Okay, so I think in formulas and algorithms. So write this down, people. For every hour of work, you're going to take five minutes, like Star Bryson said, to smell flowers, to look at outside the green, to call your mama, to look at your favorite mug and say, wow, what a beautiful mug I got for myself. Sip, all right? every hour you have 24 hours a day this is what you need to do eight hours of sleep eight hours of fun eight hours of work if you go over the fun you go exactly to the method that star bryson said which is the reward so one day you will work 10 hours but the next day the next day you will work seven and you will reward yourself this is going to create you to get you on a efficient treadmill where you're going to start thinking more strategically. Not that you're not doing it right now. Wait, I did not say that. What I'm saying is you can do it even better. And it's not that you're not doing enough. It's a matter of perception. Would I ever thought, okay, that reselling online, okay, and being diagnosed early with deformative arthritis, which was the end for me, for goodness sake, I'm a marathon runner. All right, I'm a freaking marathon runner. All right, and I get what early on, I get a freaking are you kidding me? You know, at that moment, I felt like everything was the end like, ooh, what am I gonna do? The end, and guess what? Here we are, thanks to deformative arthritis, desperation. I'm I kid you not, the desperation we had with Amanda because I couldn't type, the pain was like Star said, it's debilitating, it's, it's just. 
you can't sleep, you can't but eat. But it's not the end, it's the start of a new book or a new chapter. It closes one door and it opens another one. And you just gotta go with the flow. We're writing new books, Kim. New yes. <laughs> and that's that's what I wanna I wanna share with people, you know, what it could be like the end of something. It was the most beautiful thing I could have ever done. Um, I want to bring a point also before, you know, because we're coming to the end. But before, you know, I'm like, okay, people, yes, yes. Okay, look at what's going on with the mental health with COVID, okay? So look at how it has deteriorated, okay? So this is not, you know, something, a rumor, okay? Reality is that COVID has hit us very, very bad, okay? To many people, okay? I am grateful, okay, that I'm in a recession-proof business, um, you know, and I'm in a very good part of my life where I have pain mm -hmm. management, physical therapy, and many other things that help me. But I just want to keep you in mind, okay, that it's not the joke, as you can see in this chart, okay, mental health has deteriorated severely and it's a concern. So as a reseller, when you're not an employee, as a reseller, you are the boss. Maybe you're working for yourself or maybe you have employees are helping you with shipping or something. It's important, okay, that you acknowledge that the pandemic, okay, was tough. It's important that you understand things are going to change. You can't go back to do what you were doing pre-pandemic. You can't. You can keep your mission. You can keep your vision, but you're going to need to tweak things. And this is where your mental health, where as uh, Star said, you know, water starts with simple things as water, as eating something, you know, like a fried something, okay? <laughs> or things that had high blood pressure. Oh, it's with fries and an egg, a fried egg on top. Oh, okay. I'm Argentinian. Oh, with a glass of Malbec. Ha! Okay. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Any Malbec that is like 2017. All right. So I, you see, so I, I cannot even explain you the importance of rewarding and acknowledging that things have been very challenging reselling is healing but it's not the solution to everything because you're going to need to work mm -hmm. and you're going to work hard but the results are all for you right mm -hmm. <laughs> you are working yeah. to line your own pockets not an executive three floors up that's right that's right uh a seller hand says mindfulness is key mindfulness comes to living in the present of awareness, of not worrying about the future and falling into anxiety, of not feeling sad about the past and getting depression. So thank you for bringing that up. And very, very, very key. Um, you know, so yeah, some people blame the pandemic. Please, resellers, listers, okay? I'm telling you, I started in 2008 reselling at that time, of course. It, you know, there was not much competition. Amanda teamed up and we were cranking listings and it was so abundant. If anything, right now, okay, it's a great time to get ready for Q4, all right? Yes, it's summer slow. Maybe, yes, it is a little slow, but it's about finding what is a good product for summer so you can shelter the dry, the dry days, okay, and get ready for Q4 because the supply chain is broken. Oh, inflation or recession is 
I, I have to tell you, if you know how to source, it's the best thing that could happen to us resellers because there is business going out of business every day and you're doing them a favor by going to their physical business. Hey, can I buy this stuff from you? Guess what? They're like, please, if I don't get out of here tomorrow, the person that has the lease will take it all over. Understand that you have an incredible leverage right now to help business. Now you're going to think, okay, ooh, I'm taking advantage of someone, you know, I should be paying more. No, that's not. If the person is telling you, hey, I need to get this rid of this because in a week, you know, and so forth. So just understand supply chain is broken. There is businesses, unfortunately, that were not able to pivot and they wanted to do things as pre-pandemic. And you can't, especially if you're brick and mortar, okay, which that doesn't mean that there is no brick and mortar businesses that are not thriving. Stuart White, come and listen in Seller Community Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'll be honest, you know, um, you know, there is certain businesses, of course, that will thrive and there's other businesses that will not, okay? But this is something that you need to keep in mind. Please get that out of your head that because we had a pandemic, okay, your cells are going to suck and slow. I'm going to go back to work for the minute. Okay, all that. I don't know. How do you feel about that, uh, Kim? No. <laughs> don't do it. I had, this is what I called 2020. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, entirety of that year on my youtube calling it the year of the yes you did i was there i heard it all okay. every day that is horrible is still better than any day in 2020 yeah, there you go yeah no absolutely yeah. Just, just remember inflation and recession okay are not our enemy our enemies, our state of mind, our perception, in our motivation. Motivation for resellers yesterday. Uh, Star Bryson, Flipping Hippos, with Kim talking about motivation for resellers. Um, go and listen to it. You know, keep listing, keep listing, one listing, keep optimizing. Listing. Stop using automated tools. Don't say, I told you. I told you. Okay. Putting the growth of your business's automated tools that are designed for big, big, big companies. Are you kidding me? But so don't get me started. Okay. But again, I'm not against automation, but you can use automation in platforms that do not allow that. Desperation can bring you to the mentality that you want to break rules, okay? So you can sell more. Okay, I'm going to try it, you know? And then you keep trying it. Oh, my God, that's a definition of insanity. You keep trying the same thing. Like, you keep trying to be sharing bots because supposedly they're going to help you to sell more in Poshmark. What did I tell you, okay? So definition of insanity, we all try that thing. Just catch yourself. That doesn't mean you're crazy, that means that you're doing something crazy. And it's okay to be a little crazy sometimes. Embrace your little crazy side. Partner yourself, whether it's a friend or like Kim. Kim doesn't have a partner in uh, vintage. Uh, I'm sorry. Vintage Koala. What is it? I don't even know my name. No, Koala Trading Company. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Koala Trading Company. Okay. So Kim doesn't have a business partner. But guess what? She's surrounded by a circle that protects her there, it, you know, and we are surrounded <laughs> and we surround ourselves at the same time with people like Kim that helps us grow. Um, Star, 
what would be the best advice that you would be, give to someone that is starting reselling, is feeling lonely and insecure, and doesn't have a supportive uh, circle at the moment? Join a Facebook group. <laughs> I don't like Facebook and social media because I don't like to put my personal life in Facebook. Besides, Facebook is doing stuff uh, that I don't like it. Well, that's a hard one then, because I, yeah. <laughs> okay, I have the answer. Well, no, I have the answer. We don't want you on Facebook to share your family photos. We don't want you on Facebook to tell me, "Ooh, I feel happy because I won the lotto." Just come, just come to the Facebook group. You can be passive. You, you can, can be a worker and learn and reach out, but you you have to be willing to reach out. And look, I'm one of the most private people. I keep a lot of stuff close to the vest, but I'm on YouTube. I have almost 10,000 subscribers. I run a Facebook group and I share a lot about my business. That doesn't mean I have to tell everybody about both my bad marriages. <laughs> yeah, You can share what you yeah. want and what you don't want, and you'll make good friends along the way that you can tell the private stuff to, that you can talk with about your personal stuff, but if you don't reach out, you're never going to find your, your tribe. Exactly. And if you can afford it, I would always recommend going to one of the, the events. Um, this year there's one in North Carolina. I'm going to both, but there's one in North Carolina and there's one in Vegas. If you can't afford it, go, go. Cause that's where Kim found us. Yes. That's that, where that's I found where my Kim. life changed. That's where I met Claire and Amanda at eBay Open. Yeah. Um, that's where I met Katie and Vicky. It's yeah. I met Cheryl through that and Trish and Diane, like all the people that I'm the closest yeah. to that I would consider my tribe. I've either met at events or just over time. And I'm not saying you're gonna go on Facebook today and find your best friend. No, like some of my closest reselling friends that I talk to every day and probably know just as much about me as Keith does are folks that I started talking to in 2017 and developed friendships with. So, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you have to bite the bullet and, and get on Facebook because I was actually 49 years old before I created my first Facebook account. And the reason I did was so I could find people that were like-minded where I could find the support and give support back because that was when I had start, just started, you know, part-time reselling. And you, th you find out real quick, you have got to have that support group. You have to. Yeah. And that was the, you know, I had avoided social media, Facebook, all that for, well, you know, ever since it, it was born up until I was 49 years old, because I didn't want anything to do with that. I didn't want to put anything out there. I didn't want anybody knowing anything, you know, it was ridiculous, but yeah, you have to, I mean, if you want to to find those other people that you can relate to and have somebody to confide in, well, however you do it, you got you need to reach out and and you know find these people. Yeah, because and you'll learn a lot too. Because like I've actually yeah. been picking up knowledge about hard goods when I go thrifting with Cheryl, and she's yeah. learning about clothing. Um, so it's not just about having a friend and confiding, but 
you'll have someone to throw ideas off of like, hey, my sales on eBay are low. And they might say, well, I do promotions this way. Have you ever tried it this way? Or have you ever done off? Like you can bounce ideas off of each other. You can learn from each other and what you source and how you list and how you run your sales and how you price your items. And you're surrounding yourself with people who get it. It's yeah. not your parents who don't understand and think you're a hoarder. You're surrounded <laughs> with yes. people who live the life and know the life and understand yeah. the life. And these are the people that, again, you can learn from, bounce ideas off of. I can tell Kim one day, I don't feel like working today and I'm not going to and I'm just having a bad day. And she can write back and say, really, is that what you teach other people or whatever she wants to say to me? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you already know what I'm going to tell you. So. Go back and forth like, okay. Yeah, so I know better. <laughs> it's great because you make friends, but you make mentors and you make people you're learning from, but you're also in it with people who live this life. I can't talk to somebody who's not a reseller about what it's like to be a reseller. Yeah, I can't share my exciting I should make gun find with someone who doesn't get it, you know? Yeah. So no, I want to make a t-shirt of that, you know, it's so true. Uh star is very true. Uh Kim, why do you think in-person events, okay, are so important for resellers? It's just that that final puzzle piece kind of. I mean, it's mm-hmm. that we all we all crave you know, one-on-one with, with other humans. I mean, even if we are reclusive or we say we don't like people, it's, it's human nature. And, you know, it's, it's great to be, you know, on Facebook and, you know, and, and networking that way. But once you get in person with, with the people that, you know, get it and get you and it's, it's just a whole different level. Like it's hard to explain because, I remember my first event, which was in October at the reseller remix. Yeah. And I was still, I was still part-time. It was like that first evening when we had the meet and greet, I, I, I was so overwhelmed with just the, the love, the camaraderie, the support. I mean, I, you know, I know I wasn't sad, but I was at the, at the meet and greet where everybody else, you know, was drinking and having fun. I was crying because I was so overwhelmed with, that just that connection, that final puzzle piece, you know, the, the actual, you know, wow, you know, these people are real. <laughs> these are my people. I found my peeps. I remember meeting Kim and saying, wow, her logic, you know, the way she thinks because she has that science brain. I was like, wow, she's <laughs> such a perfect thing, you know, for my company. I was like, oh, oh, well, she has to go on her journey, you know, I'll never forget. I was like, I hope she makes it, you know, and <laughs> see you because sometimes you know people go back you know to to corporate america it's not for everybody you know so it was just an incredible event like you said the chemistry we felt i felt like when i sit down around you you know and we just definitely knew that we were clicking and so that's the guys that's how i met kim now she's a least perfectly team member Mm -hmm. that's how i met star in ebay open 2019 19. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember last year, one of my favorite memories last year, um, most of you know, I lost my voice. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I 
Yeah, I was on a panel and I was the speaker and I had no voice. And so I was whispering in half sign languaging to um why am I having a brain fight? I love Liz. Um and her and Doug were trying to understand what I was trying to say and like translate, but yeah. Um I spent a lot of while last year frustrated because I no one could hear me and I want had so much to say and I could just be like <laughs> I remember Clara came I was in there registering Clara came running out of the main building and she just grabbed me in this great big hug and she was bouncing me up and down and we love you we love you we love you we love you and I was like oh my god they love me <laughs> and I was like hi <laughs> She's a big hugger and she will squeeze you and pick you up. Yep. Very <laughs> and Amanda's so calm. And then like at the party, yes. comes running to me and she's like, look at my shirt and all that. And Amanda's like, just like in a nice blazer and a t-shirt and she's all. Oh, I got her yeah. the t-shirt because of, hi, Amanda has a, you know, typical clothing reseller. So she didn't want to wear, I don't want that. I don't like, la, 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 la. I'm like, Amanda, you got to dress up like a CEO, not like a reseller, you know, like you got, okay, let's get you at least a t-shirt that you like. And then we found the t-shirt that said, uh, his, instead of yeah, his, the with the, with the, with the, the face painting, like if it was a kiss members, I know. And then she liked that, that shirt. Oh, yeah, she had her blazer on, but Amanda, every time I see her, she's smiling. She's, she's always got that really like infectious, Grin yeah. on her face, but she's so quiet. She just smiles. Oh yeah, no, to total introvert, total introvert. Yeah, um, but that some of my best memories from you know all these events are with people that I'm still friends with today, that I've connected with, that I've remained in contact with. Yeah. So that I mean, not everyone can afford to go to the events, but I would say if you can that's probably the best way to find your people. And if you are reclusive, if you are a hermit like me or Kim or Amanda, these are folks that you can connect with, that you can stay in contact with all year. You can talk to every single day, but you don't have to leave the house or yeah. meet them in public <laughs> or go to, these are people that you can be around all the time and make these deep connections and friendships without having to leave your house. It's, it's very much a comforting friendship for people who, who don't, who are like me, you know? Yeah. Um, and then you can see them once a year and then you can go home and recoup for two months. And, and everybody gets it though. It's, it's like, we understand each other so well that there's no insecurity either. You know, it's like, well, I haven't heard from her for a week. It's no, it's like, oh, well, you know, I mean, it's, we just understand each other and it's really cool. Yeah. I'm like Kat. And I was saying that in my live show yesterday, it, I like to go to events, but it takes me two months to mentally recuperate and get over the anxiety when I get home. But I love it while I'm there. Absolutely. And I am approachable. Guys, I have resting bitch face. <laughs> and I get anxious in the, in, in situations and a lot of YouTubers do. So, you know, just because we're on YouTube doesn't mean we're all the time in person. But if you see me and I'm like, that, that's just my stupid face. 
<laughs> I'm approachable. <laughs> Come say hi. I just look mean. I promise. I don't bite. <laughs> We're all the same. We're resellers. You know, the fact that I have to fly five hours and a half, okay? It's like, oh, you know, you got to understand that from Argentina, it takes me 18 hours, okay? Just to land to the capital. Then I have to take a note. I have to take three planes, okay, to arrive where I come from, okay? So, uh, you know, it's like uh, airplanes. I have fly so much. And as a reseller, I flew so much also internationally. So I really am like oh, another airplane. Flying gives me anxiety and I'm actually afraid of it. Like the first the first open I went to without Keith, I just felt like I was going to throw up the whole time. I couldn't believe I was in the airport alone and I have a bad back and I'm, I had to check my luggage because I can't lift it. Yeah. And I just, yeah. I was like, this is too much. I can't fly alone. I'm going to die. This plane's going to go down. Oh my God. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I deal with a lot of anxiety yeah. about these events, yeah. but I bring a book and I read on the plane and that's how I cope. But just know you're not alone. If once you get there, it's worth it. So even if you have anxiety Absolutely. about traveling or flying or being nervous about coming alone or not knowing anybody, once you're there, it all goes away. Yes, exactly. Oh, absolutely. I can attest to that because I went by myself. I flew by myself. I got there by myself. It, it, but you're not alone. <laughs> but now I I do it on my own two, two to six to eight, ten times a year. Because yeah. Keith doesn't go to any of these events. He's more reclusive than, than I am. But I do what I have to do. I chuck my luggage because I can't with my back. And I bring books. I still get anxious. Like you can even see right now. I'm just like thinking about it. Like I'm leaving for yeah. Oh my God. But, but you overcome it and you do yeah. it anyway. And that's huge. And you have your book that makes you happy. Yes. And the flight back, you're just so exhausted that you don't yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, I'm so tired. I want to go home. Oh, oh. I love to fly. Oh. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you guys see me, come say hi i'm absolutely approachable i'm like a chihuahua i just look small and mean but i'm really not no, you don't. <laughs> yeah and a star and i are sitting together looking small and mean we're, we're approachable we're just we're tired <laughs> i just have that kind of a face <laughs> come and hang out with us okay we are your family the reseller community is your family just reach out it's like any family you're gonna have family members that you're close you're gonna have family members that you're not so close just cherry pick okay there is abundance in that whether you're gonna do it virtual or you're gonna do it uh in person just know that that's the best thing you can do for your reseller mental health thank you star Thank you, Kim. Thank you, beautiful audience. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks, guys. List Perfectly is sponsoring a couple seller events this year. eBay Open is online, not in person. We've also got the return of Boss Reseller Remix. List Perfectly is sponsoring that as well. Popular event put on by Katie Zilverberg and Vicki Egan and Teresa Cox. Las Vegas, October 10th to 13th. Tickets are on sale at resellerremix.com. Some of the speakers there include, of course, Katie and Vicky and Teresa, Rally Roots, Harry Tornado, Ken the Hustle V, Trish Glenn, 
Super Sale Trish, Casey Rockstar Flipper, Wade Coggins of Wade Ventures, Danny Ackerman, Nish Lady, and much more. Boss Reseller Remix. All those sellers will be there. Great place to network. This perfectly will be there as well.